We have elected the first Muslim woman ever to serve in Congress. We have elected not one, but two Native American women who are the first ever to serve in Congress. No, Elizabeth Warren does not count. Um, the first black women to represent the state of Massachusetts. That's Cassidy Finley at an election night watch party in Manhattan. She's the director of training and content for Women's March. I just want um, all of you to sort of cast your mind back to two years ago and the place we were in, um, the, the sort of like despair and hopelessness and, and how women came together in that moment to say, like, we're going to do something about this, we're going to organize and we're going to um, change this. And After Donald Trump's election, almost 500,000 people marched in Washington, D.C. with the January 2017 Women's March. An estimated 5 million marched globally in 673 sister marches. And now women are preparing to march again. For me, when I look at what's happening here in America, it's like Americans are remembering how fragile and how important it is to actively build a nation. Agundo Okeyo is a Kenyan citizen who grew up in the Bronx. She's the director of the local New York City chapter of Women's March. Dad was in the civil service and my mother um, worked at the UN for years. And I've always been very hyper aware of um, the importance of a stable government, a stable um, kind of civic environment, uh, not because of how bad it is in Kenya, but just because nation building is hard business and Kenya has been very much on the front lines of nation building since 1963. And I saw a lot of that. Agunda casts an international eye towards local community building. She says laws in other countries inspire her. One of my best friends is Swedish. In Sweden, when I talk to them about politics here, they just don't get it because, you know, women have such representation in Sweden. Um, they even changed their rape laws recently to make sure that you believe women when they say what happened to them. Uh, they live a completely alternate <laughs> kind of reality to what we're dealing with out here. Sweden's now one of seven countries worldwide where rape is defined as sex without consent. That's very different from how rape is usually defined. According to Amnesty International in the United States and most other parts of the world, rape is defined as a sexual act carried out with threats or violence. Women's marches tackling violence and reproductive rights, among other issues affecting women. I think America's at stake. I think our moral compass is at stake. Deepa Patel serves on the board of the New York State Immigrant Action Fund. It's a sister organization to the New York Immigration Coalition, and it works for humane immigration policies. So you can have a policy argument, but you can't have an argument about decency. You can't have an argument about, you know, calling... Um, people, animals, like, I, I don't, like, how do you argue, how do you argue that? You can talk about tax policy, you can talk about um, immigrants, um, you know, creating a policy, changing the laws, but you can't, you can't call humans animals, you can't separate kids from their moms. How do you argue about that? The president of the Eleanor Roosevelt Democratic Club is inspired by the number of people who ran for office who had never considered running before. But Raishma Patel is worried by Donald Trump's continuous attacks on immigrants. I feel like that means that I have to start thinking about leaving the country because 
he'll probably do something. I mean, even with the birthright citizenship stuff, all of that, right? Um, it's essentially, it's not just undocumented people. It's an attack on all people who are just don't look like him. Meanwhile, in this age of Donald Trump, the Women's March is mobilizing to avoid the division and disorganization which characterized the planning of the first march. And they expect record numbers once again. This is women saying, you know what, this system isn't representing us. It doesn't have our best interests at heart. And in fact, it's harming a whole lot of us. And so, you know what, we are going to organize. We're going to produce documents that have a different message. And we are going to be the change that we want to see in the world. Like, I hope that one day these are foundational concepts um, for the system of government that we have. Fenley says that over the next four to six weeks, the organization will gather policy experts in 10 areas they call the unity principles. These include immigrant, reproductive, LGBTQIA, and disability rights. Like the country's founding fathers, who designed documents to address a repressive system, in January, women will carry specific policies and legislation to Washington. Organizers say the women's wave is coming in Washington, D.C. and all across the U.S. on January 19th. Jessica Brockington reporting for WBAI New York from the Women's March Election Day Watch Party in New York City.